hello, hello, hello. And welcome to episode one of Flavors of Books. In this episode, we're going to be discussing the already discussed death, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. As always, there will be spoilers, so if you haven't read it yet, go read it. We'll still be here once you're done. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, or Philosopher's Stone if you're a listener from the UK, was written in the year 1995 by J.K. Rowling, who at the time was about 30 and struggling to scrape by. Surprisingly, the now hugely popular first book in the world-famous series was turned down by several publishers for being too long for children's novel, before finally being accepted. A quick summary. If you're like us and have read this way too many times, skip to the time in the description. In Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, we are introduced to this boy named, unsurprisingly, Harry Potter, who lives with his truly lovely relatives, Aunt Petunia, Uncle Vernon, and his large cousin, Dudley. Oh, also his parents are dead, because, you know, he's a protagonist. So the first 11 years of his life, he endures neglect and maltreatment at the hands of his only living relatives. Some odd things happen, notably him accidentally causing glass to disappear into thin air at the zoo, releasing a snake. It was friendly, though. Then they begin receiving strange letters addressed to Harry. He is not allowed to read them or even see them, and they are promptly disposed of by his aunt and uncle. Not having any friends, like your typical hashtag relatable character, Caelan Dursley is at a loss as to who is writing to him. The letters begin to arrive in even larger numbers and more absurd ways. Uncle Vernon has had enough, and he packs up the family and they leave, arriving eventually at a tiny and weathered shack on a rock, surrounded by water. Sounds cozy, right? After some various misadventures in which letters continue to come no matter where Uncle Vernon hid them. At exactly 12 a.m. on Harry's 11th birthday, a huge, possibly human, (laughs) named Hagrid politely knocks down their door and tells Harry he's a wizard. He also informs Harry that his parents were wizards... There, there, there are a lot of wizards, just get used to the word wizards, and were killed by an evil wizard named Voldemort. Also, also, he gets to go to wizard school, Hogwarts. Harry calmly accepts this while the Dursleys all have traumatizing panic attacks, and then they all eat cake. That morning, the friendly stranger Hagrid abducts Harry, and they go on a shopping spree. Harry gets a lot of money from his dead parents, a magical twig with a feather inside of it, a pretty dress, and some other magic-y essentials. Along the way, they meet some interesting people. The nervous Professor Quirrell, who teaches at Hogwarts, the magical twig selector Ollivander, and a snobby fellow wizard child. Harry presumably returns to the Dursleys, and then gets on a train to go to magical school. That's when we realize, psych, it's all just a birthday joke from the hilarious Dursleys. Uh, just kidding, that would be an interesting book, though. Anyway, so on the train, he meets a soulless redhead named Ginger, an annoying know-it-all named Hermione, and a proud toad owner named Neville. Ginger and Harry eat some candy, which Harry, who is definitely mature and responsible enough to own a small fortune at the age of 11, wasted his money on. He also learns that sm- snobby fellow wizard child's name is Blondie, and he's rich and has employed some 11-year-old thugs to protect him. Ginger does not like Blondie, and because they have feasted together and are now bonded for life, Harry doesn't like Blondie either. The train reaches the school, they all sail across a lake, and then they go inside to the school where a hat decides their futures. There are four houses. Gryffindor, where the brave people go. Ravenclaw, where the intelligent people go. Slytherin, where the people who actually want to do something with their lives go. And Hufflepuff. They're just everyone else. So Harry, Ginger, Neville, and Hermione all go to Gryffindor because the self-centered twit, the useless one, and the coward, and the only smart child in the whole series all belong in the brave group. Logic! At the school, they meet the staff, notably the mysterious and quirky headmaster Dumbledore, the austere Professor McGonagall, and a short guy named Flitwick. And Snape, who is hired for some reason, despite the fact that throughout the book series, he fails students because he doesn't like them, threatens to poison students because he doesn't like them, doesn't allow students to seek proper medical attention because he doesn't like them. 
Need I go on? Anyhow, Harry learns some magic. Yay. Over the years, some cool things happen, and in particular order, at some point, he, Ginger, Hermione, and Neville go on an adventure and meet a cute little puppy named Fluffy in the band corridor. Also, the puppy is giant, has three heads, and is bent on killing everything in its sight. Adorable. Another time, he plays a game where he and some friends run around on broomsticks. They break rules to get him on the team because rules definitely aren't there for their protection. There's a baby dragon because Hagrid thinks that's a good idea. Harry, Blondie, Hermione, and Neville go on an adventure in the Forbidden Forest with Hagrid. There are magic ponies, magical ponies are dead, and there's a random cloaked figure who likes magical pony blood. Also, they determine Snake is in fact evil and wants to steal a pretty rock that Fluffy and also a fancy mirror we forgot to mention as well as some other stuff regarding. So like the smart little 11 year olds they are, they go to get the shiny rock. Ginger gets knocked out in an intense chess match. Hermi Hermione cracks and pushes Harry into some fire like she should have done in chapter 5 and walks away laughing. Harry survives and is in the room with the shiny rock in the mirror. Snape is not there. He's not evil. Quarrel is evil. He has a Voldemort on the back of his head. Quarrel was the cloaked figure that liked unicorn blood. Harry gives Quarrel a congratulatory hug for winning, and Quarrel dissolves, leaving Harry with the shiny rock. Harry faints dramatically. Dumbledore saves him, and he wakes up in the hospital wing. Hogwarts is sued for lack of safety. Everyone is happy. The end. Ah, yes. Probably should have warned you beforehand. If you want to know what the books are actually about, without the random additions and dumb nicknames, you need to actually read the book, which you probably should have done beforehand anyway. Anyone who didn't is probably very confused right now. Anyways, moving right along. Now on to the actual review. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like Tolkien and 1 being that book. We don't discuss that book. <laughs> I'd give it probably like a 4 or like a, I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably give it around a 4 or 5 too. It's not necessarily bad. And I mean, it's the start of a wonderful series. The, the series overall is really good. But uh, 4 start, it's a pretty strong start. It's just not my favorite book ever. However, I did have favorite parts of it. I think yes. my favorite part is probably just the very end bit because I love when they have to like overcome those challenges and stuff. I don't know. I don't know if that's like a, a trope, but like where the characters have to go through like series of like obstacles and stuff. It's just cool. I like it. Weirdly enough, my favorite part um, is kind of towards the beginning when they're just getting to Hogwarts, when they're describing all the stuff around them. I don't know what it is, but that really. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> there is some good description and stuff um as far as favorite characters my favorite character i know the first time i read this book it was clearly hermione because you know i could just relate to her so much because i'm a genius and she's a genius and we're just vibing uh -huh. um yeah. but okay <laughs> <laughs> now my favorite character is probably like fred and george they don't get like oh, yes. a whole bunch of page time i guess in the first book but like page time they're just cool you know yeah <laughs> i um See, I don't know, because I kind of like um, Ron, mainly because... Ron, yeah, yeah, mainly because he's a ginger, and I'm uh, a ginger. Yes. We, we show that. Um, I mean, that's just like... Ginger a, solidarity. Yes. It's just kind of like a cosmetic thing, though. I think, <laughs> like, my favorite actual character... It's definitely not Harry. I don't like him. <laughs> no one likes Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I had a favorite character, now that I think about it. Because I think my favorite one was, like, Hermione. Yeah. But, like, everyone says that, because yeah. she's awesome. She is pretty awesome. I mean, like... But, I mean, you don't have to pick favorites, obviously. A lot of the characters are very well done. Mm -hmm. Except for Harry. 
Except for him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they're still well-written, even if you kind of hate them and they're useless. Like, yeah. <laughs> <Harry>. <laughs> I mean, not useless, because the series is... Anyways, um, moving right along. So we uh, we both also, you know, have taken the house sorting quiz, and I am a Slytherin, the of most course. amazing house. And... Of course, of course. I was Ravenclaw. I'm a genius like that. I'm just cool. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I feel like, I've said this before, but like, all of my friends tell me that I should be a Ravenclaw, but nope, nope, I am a Slytherin. Evil snake child. I'm not an evil snake child. It just means that I am ambitious and want to do things with my life. Well, maybe I'm ambitious and want to do things with my life, but I'm not an evil snake child. I'm not an evil... Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh... Trivia time! <laughs> so, basically, we both picked three questions based on the first book for each other. And we're going to ask, and hopefully we'll get them all right. Yes, because we're just amazing like that. Yes. <laughs> you want to go first? I don't want to embarrass myself. Um, we're going to start with a really easy one for you. Okay. Um, what is the name of the bank that wizards use? Gringotts. Yep. Or Gringotts, however you want to pronounce it. Yep. yep. And then, should I ask you one? Okay, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> what? This is a little difficult. I might have picked some hard ones. Okay, um, well, what is the spell? That Hermione uses to repair Harry's glasses. I think this might actually only be in the movie, but you know, trivia. A girl, I have no idea. <laughs> Oculus Reparo. That one might have just been a movie one, so we'll give that like a, a slide. All right, give I me the no next question. <laughs> um, what's remarkable about the wand that shows Harry? Uh, it is the twin wand to Voldemort. I mean, that's not exactly the... Well, they have the same core. They have the cores from the same phoenix. Yes, you got it right. Yes. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) And then what flavored jelly bean does Dumbledore get at the end? Earwax. Yes. Alas, earwax! I remember that so vividly. I love it. Um, and I found this one funny. You might not. Um, (laughs) what did Hagrid add to Dudley Dursley's back end? A pigtail. (laughs) Classy. I mean... And then it was like, he's so much of a pig already. That was all it needed. Ah! Okay. Um, and then, like, Hagrid's, like, savage. <laughs> I know, I love Hagrid. So um, and then, speaking of Hagrid, what does he name his very wisely adopted baby dragon? Norbert. Excellent! Also, didn't Norbert end up being a girl? Yeah. Norberta. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, this wonderful episode must, unfortunately, come to a close. Thanks so much for listening. Up next on Flavors of Books, Big Snake versus Puny Tween with a bird and a hat. Until next time, keep on reading. You can find us on Twitter at Flavors of Books, all lowercase.